Welcome to another episode of The Dragon and That Sucker. Today we will be bringing you content that will be exactly like last week, which is about absolutely nothing. Enjoy! And we're live. <clears throat> Good evening, world. Welcome to another edition of The Dragon and That Sucker. Tonight, we are speaking of music. As you heard in the intro, this is pretty much going to be the same thing we've been talking about. Um, and Tori, what is that? Remind me. Absolutely nothing. That's right. With a little twist today. That twist being, we've got a guest. This guest is uh, my, my brother, Nate Dramer. Uh, That's a little convenient. It is a little convenient. It's, um, you know, something that I've worked on for quite some time. I sent Solvay, his wife, some uh, small recorded tapes. And mm. basically, it was just say yes to your brother. Say yes to your brother. Say yes to your brother. And so I've asked him for a lot of things lately. And he's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. No. Yeah, sure. Totally. Okay. Okay. It's kind of nice. Uh, I haven't asked for a bicycle yet. Uh, that might be in my future. Um, I told my wife I had to do this. Everything that my brother has ever led me into has turned out to good things. So uh, why not this? <laughs> well, thank you, thank you, Mr. Nate Dramer, for joining us tonight. Mm -hmm. uh, something that we have been planning to do with the podcast is to introduce the, the interview segment or, or guest segment. So definitely uh, blessed and, and thankful that you were able to join us tonight as we jump into music, something that you and Cody have a lot more uh, knowledge and experience in than I have being that you guys actually play instruments. Um, I just appreciate them. So Nate definitely is the instrument, the instrument and the, the mouthpiece of our family. Uh, <laughs> he's been, he has been uh, very vocal about things. So he did. Let me, he did just say let that. me, let oh, me put this okay. out there. Uh, let me put this out there. Uh, we asked him for an intro, uh, and he, he comes with no introduction to me, however, to the world. Here's Nate Dramer, an IT guy by day. Raise your hand if you're an IT, and that'd be Tori, Cody, and Nate. Here, yeah, that's right. No, I'm actually a podcast genius. That's yeah. what I do. <clears throat> you are. You're a podcast magician. It's, uh, it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, but uh, yeah, so Wheel of Fortune uh, enthusiast by night. This guy uh, almost didn't show up tonight because of Wheel of it's Fortune on now. Uh, being on right now. Well, thank so. you for sacrificing tonight, Nate. We appreciate yeah. that. Pat so, understands. Born Nathan <laughs> Dramer, uh, but to his friends, uh, as he's well known, it's Nate Dog. Uh, don't, oh. don't forget the emphasis on the doll. Okay. Uh, so he, here's a guy that can tell you a little bit of something about most anything and quite a lot about some things. Uh, so he's got uh, coffee, cycling, Jesus, stocks, music on his mind. But I'll tell you right now, if you go into a conversation about uh, what is the best Barbie doll, he'll have an opinion. Okay. Tell me right now. The guy's maybe, got maybe we can broach that subject at some point in mm. the podcast. You know, let's not. And let's <laughs> let's let's just not even go go anywhere near there. I'm okay. actually regretting I'm actually regretting even saying that now. Understandable. Now concerned that that's all he's going to focus on. Uh, he's probably doing research right now on his iPhone. Uh, so, and so is Tori. This is great. Um, support, 
Portland is is our home. Uh, he moved away for a while, came back in 2011, and uh, he just recognized there were things to get done. You know, uh, number one amongst them, become a, an avid cyclist, um, enough to make me jealous. Of course, he was known as the uh, the, the the mustache guy uh, on the cycling <laughs> tour for a long time. Uh, so he had to grow that big old mustache and started a band. Uh, that's a big reason why he's here. Uh, the bands that he's been in and his musical musical taste. Uh, he's no longer in that band. His mustache obviously is being uh, crowded over by a lot of hairs on the uh, chin and the cheeks. I believe some people call that a beard. Uh, really happy that you're here. Nate was going to be on here about uh, mentorship. Okay. But, as, but as we as we started discussing music and, mm. and who came to mind, we're like, gosh, well, I know Nate. He's a good guy. Uh, to talk about music, and so we want him here to have that discussion. This is uh, uh, this is exciting. Yeah, this is good stuff. So, uh, Tori and I, uh, the, the format's going to be like this, dude. Uh, Tori and I are going to do our thing. Feel free to jump in uh, if we feel you're being abusive or talking too much. Mm. We'll kick your ass right out. Um, <laughs> good. It's just that. So don't don't sweat it. Just be yourself. It's not going to be yourself any different than um i always tell people i grew up in a headlock so uh, okay yeah the guy in the blue shirts uh armpit is a really familiar smell to my nose is it um is it a certain type of musk uh specifically it's cool water oh so then that was a very pleasant experience for you yeah yeah i was worried i was worried that it was too pleasant for a long time but he did he did marry a woman so we're, I'm okay. Well, that's the, you know, the power, man, the power or, of um, a, yes, a woman, the power. <laughs> so uh, nothing really is off limits here. Uh, All just right. to let you know, we, we love just having a great time. Uh, Tori and I's format has always been, and that's it. So are, are we going to talk some more? Or are we, are we good? Excellent. All right. And I we're going to talk. Let's talk about music. Music. Where did music come from, Cody? Oh, gosh. Uh, the heart. Uh, Not the band heart. Not the band heart. But they, the band uh, heart. Come right. from heart. The, the band heart didn't make music, though, so I'm a little confused. They did make music. In fact, oddly enough, I was impersonating a person who's great friends with the band heart earlier on in this podcast. Okay. That being that being the case, um, so did he create the music then? No, not even no. The band heart is not where it came from. Okay, but from the heart, which was as we talked about, was given to us through love from from Christ from God, and so that's that's this music in our heart. That's where it came from. It's been around. I believe. I believe music has been around since the beginning of time. Uh, I think that there was a song in the in the air that uh, it's always been there. And, uh, and so I think that's why it connects every soul, uh, regardless. I think that's why you can go to a punk show and have a 50, you know, 45 years old, whatever he was. Oh, gosh, he was younger than that, I guess. No, you he was younger than that. <laughs> Jeez, that's right. He, he, was, was, he was 15 years our junior, probably, when he took. That's, that's true. That but, made, you know, he, he took, took his two sons, days. took his two sons to a punk show. And, you know, we were nervous about it, right? Okay. And uh, by about an hour and a half into it uh we were looking for our father who had ended up checking out the pit the monster. <laughs> <laughs> and, wow. and then uh you know he's like this is great you can come back anytime you want 
to uh, to <laughs> Nate and I being raised around uh, classical music, and, and it just it moves people. It brings people together. So, you know, that's my take on it. We're talking about connectedness, and the reason for this podcast is really bring people together and to show what we are, who we are, Tori and I, and then bring in those guests that can seamlessly weave into the fabric of what we're doing and share that connectedness and and their thoughts. Uh, can you, the, the last um, 30 seconds, can you explain that in layman terms or better yet say it as if I was a three-year-old instead of using 25 syllable words? Thanks. I love music. You love music. <laughs> Nate loves music. And so we love music together. Thank you. I, I feel like I have a better understanding of what you were trying to express so artistically oh, and cerebrally. So did you say God, artistically and cerebrally? Arti- artistically. Oh, gotcha. Thank you. Yes. Some, but some but, uh, but uh, autistic people are very cerebral. Uh, I would agree. That's I, f- I felt it was almost a, uh, it was going to be a double entendre at the moment, just thinking that you were going to say something else, but no, it is absolutely tied in together. What is a double entendre? Uh, it is a basketball court that has two hoops on either side. Okay. It, doub- it doubles as a um, roller hockey rink, right? Oh, Pre- right. I mean, exactly. I'm sure that's, I think that's what a double entendre is. Okay. Is basically right. using a, basically I was being really specific because you and I can relate to basketball together. Um, so I was using a basketball court, but it can be a soccer field that doubles as a swimming pool. Right. Uh, you know, it's okay. anything that goes really hand in hand. It's, you know, very seamless and very, uh, intuitively. So where does it, where, 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 mushrooms. where does this, where does a soccer field grass go when they turn it into a pool? It's just right over the top. Have you ever seen, have you ever seen those, the soccer guys just flop? People call it flop, but it's actually, that's where the pool usually is. Oh, fall down. They, they almost it's fell like, in the pool. Well, no one touched him. No one touched him. No, it's the pool below him. And he fell down. Okay. Right. That makes sense. That, that almost makes sense in, in another uh, <clears throat> lifetime. So cool. Is there a different type? Is there a specific type of genre that you guys enjoy when it comes to Muzaki? feel like I'm being interviewed by my co-host and I, I kind of enjoy it to be honest. It, so You're welcome. You're welcome. It's good. You can thank He's me finally later. showing interest in you. <laughs> it's a big step in your relationship. I think let me mirror, let me thank mirror you, that. Let me mirror that interest. Um, I do Tori. How about you? Okay. <laughs> uh, for, for me, for me, the genres, it's really, really hard. I know we talked about, you know, genres and, and kind of our top five, Jazz, definitely one of my top five show tunes. Sounds ridiculous. Still love singing to, you know, Phantom of the Opera and and Rent and uh, Book of Mormon and Joseph and the Amazing Technical Dreamcoat. Love singing to those those songs. Uh, and my favorite being that last one. No, cool. I can I can vouch for that. You know, back in the day when we were all sharing hard drives of music rather than Spotify, my brother sent me Never shared uh, illegal uh, music uh, with whatsoever. Uh, never, not, nope. me, that came like, from somebody you know, else. It, did, it was it like an 85. It was this humongous 85 gig hard drive, like the biggest Huge. hard drive I'd ever seen. Wow. And it was filled with show tunes. And I was like, <laughs> what? where did these come from? I had no idea he was into show tunes. I mean, I picked I picked out, there was Queensryche in there. For oh, sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, there was there was Pearl Jam all over the place. Okay. But, um, I just I couldn't 
I tried to get into the show tunes. It didn't happen. Didn't quite work out for you. Just yeah. It, it didn't. It didn't. The, the taste didn't. Didn't. Uh, it didn't saturate your palate. No, I mean I'd go see a I'd go see a Broadway show, but um, but he really did prove his love of show tunes every time we went snowboarding when he would sing them at the top of his lungs on the ski lifts. Wow, it was good. That is, that's really unfortunate, Nate. I'm sorry you yeah. had to suffer through that. He was a bit traumatized. He was a bit no, traumatized. No, I was actually, I actually only wished that I knew that many words to that many songs. <laughs> like, you know, like we can all sing the same words to the same songs, but he was pulling out these songs like deep cuts in these, in, wow. in these show, in these Broadway shows. So you are locked in. You're locked in, Cody. Good for you, man. For I, you. I'm, I'm pretty locked in to, to that. So again, that's why it wasn't the last one I listed. I didn't want to lead okay. off with that. Uh, I felt like it would it would be insincere. Uh, <clears throat> so I love punk music. And now, have. Now, is, that, is that three? Where we at now? We had we had we had jazz. We had show tunes. Punk. Punk. Okay. So I'm listing my top now. If if you were to ask anybody, uh, look look at the, the songs that I sing in karaoke. They range from rock and roll to ska to punk to uh, R and B to hip hop to um, I know I said sing and then hip hop, just perform show tunes and tenacious D. So I, so, so number four for me is going to be rock and roll. And, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to really put that too many parameters you said on that, that like an old person. He I is did. old. I Nate. said that on purpose. He is old. I'm just saying. I said it like that on purpose because I, so I mean like Led Zeppelin, Van Halen, even even Motley Crue, yes, Motley Crue, shout Motley out to Double, my first airband performance at Cascade Locks with the boys. Wow. No one. <laughs> shout. Bringing back a lot of memories. It had to have been, it was it had Twisted, been Sister. Twisted Sister. No, Twisted Sister was after that. It had to have been Twisted Sister. Oh, dude, we did. We okay, did, all right. We did, we did I digress. Man. We're going to agree to disagree. Yes. Agreeing. It's and then totally we'll disagree fine. about that. Only to go back and fact check ourselves so that we can agree. That happens, Nate. Be careful. It gets oh, it's a circle. It's a it it, it is a vicious circle. You could start lip syncing. We did lip syncing, air banding, lip syncing. Um, and then my fifth, my fifth is and not low on the list, but the 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 Foo Fighters, Pearl Jam, the grunge ish. Um, I don't even know if it's called grunge anymore, but it's really the '90s grunge. You know, the Foo Fighters, the, the Pearl Jam. I can still dig some of the STP. Really love Mother Love Bone. Did you say STD? I am not uh, 69. That is not my... That but, is you, not my. but you like Takashi 69, right? right? I oh. do not like... No, I, my shirt does not have STD on it. That was scary. Okay. That is STP. Stone Temple Pivots. Oh, par- you know... Par- parliaments. Not Spanning Street so, Protocol? It's one of my There's favorite great- bands. There's a great story behind their name, but Stone Temple Part Par Parfait. No Stone Temple Stone Lempel Stone Phone Lempel Dilskins. That's probably. I'm glad you brought them up because every time, every time, I forget about them often. But there's that first album. I could, I could just rock out too hard every time. Wicked Garden. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, that might be one of the best opening tracks of that era. I don't, mm-hmm. if you, I guess if you would, a lot of people, they just have songs. I like albums. I mean, if I don't even want to, I can dig a song, 
but I need I need that song to be preceded by a good one and then to be followed by an even better one. But to me, that's just to me that's music. So, so you like the body of work, not just a snippet. Yeah, I recently got into records, so that I mean it helps with records, right? Back in the day, that you needed you needed two two sides, and those sides had to have a story to tell. Otherwise, you didn't have a collective work that was compelling. And now it's just pump out singles, which is fine, but for our, for our young zero to sixty on that. For our younger <laughs> audience, can you um can you explain what a record is? Yeah, record. Um, so that's something that um, if you get in trouble after you're 18, it goes on your permanent record. Um, oh, so there's multiple records. Right, yeah. Um, so you so, can have, yeah. one person can have multiple records? We uh, lovingly refer to them as vinyl. Sure, but I think back in the day they were made on plaster, but now they're made with vinyl. AKA waxies. Plastic. Flax, um, flaxseed? They're made on flaxseed? Well, hemp, hemp flaxseed. Wax. Yeah, that's, Earwax. Okay. So vinyl, vinyl, hemp, flaxseed, earwax. Is that, do we, do we cover all of it? Polyurethane, glass. Poly- Some are platinum, silver, gold. You can, if you're lucky enough, you can have a platinum record. Oh, right. Yeah. Do they still do platinum records? Sure. I mean, if you get enough streams, I guess you could go platinum. I mean, not that you can play, but they usually you hang them on your wall when you've sold a certain amount of what they still call as records, I guess. If you were to try to play it, would it actually have music on it? Uh, we would have to ask. We would have to ask a recording artist that. We'd have to ask Billy Joel. Well, that's what we're doing right now. We're, we're we're asking an artist. The guy in the blue shirt. Uh, that would be that would be Nate Dreamer, who started a couple bands. So we're asking him. You you see, I feel like my brother's view of my musical history is is very romanticized. Oh, we got a we got an embellisher, huh? Okay. Um, no, I wouldn't say embellished, just romanticized. I would say, um, yeah, to speak to that, I would say that my relationship with music, as with most relationships through my life, have been highly dysfunctional. Mm, um, I can relate. Yeah, I would. I I would say that I. Um, gosh, I was just thinking sorry, earlier sorry, today. I, yeah. I need to just write this down. It's a. I'm, we're doing words of the week and I know we're way behind, but okay. you said something I was, it's, was it dysfunctional? Dis, I don't even, yeah, mm. dysfunctional. Wow. That's, I need to, that's a great that's word. That's a word I've, that's a word I've used a lot in my yes. adult life. It is a great word, Nate. I, I, uh, uh, can attest and can also re-elaborate through the road to a hundred percent affirm your position. Because I'm talking about the road. He says bands, but really, I feel like I've only been in two bands. Um, and, and that that doesn't okay. that doesn't include that doesn't include the band I was with in with my father for maybe ten years. Dude, well, that that does count. include that. That, that totally doesn't count counts. because <laughs> a you guys performed. No, I love it. I love it. Dude, I love it. I mean, okay, it's l- just, it's listen. Just, I just feel like I feel like it's all it's all. Who were, who yeah. was the, who was your, who was your first power trio? First power trio. That was Stewie Louie and the funky noodle crewy. Dude. See? Um, and, I mean, and somebody actually made it from that band. They just didn't make it in music. They became a German soap star. Wow. 
I've heard about him. I've heard that he yeah. very well in the process. So and it was, uh, if it worked out well, he also um, made it in music. He did have, he does have some music out there. He, yeah. he, so he invented music. Wait a minute. Did you say he invented music? Cody? He did. Well, uh, in, in the same way that Al Gore invented the internet, he okay. invented right. music. Clearly same, he, uh, yes. right. Perfect. It didn't really yeah. exist in the form until. Yeah. This guy had been maybe playing drums for six months, eight months. Um, when he moved to the United States and was a German exchange student and my buddy Nate and I like borrowing the band room at Gresham high school from our band director. Uh, plus he had amplifiers and, you know, it was a great room. And so, uh, we were, we all met in history class. Um, Nate was wearing a red hot chili peppers shirt and Dan was, he just had to know who Nate was because he loved the red hot chili peppers and he was the most outgoing extroverted, just absolutely no, no, like no filter, but no, um, no fear. Like he was, he wanted to tell the girl that he liked that he liked her. He wanted to tell everybody how, how much, how, how much he wanted to work out so he could have muscles like Marky Mark (laughs) and the funky bunch. Yeah, man. And, and he wanted to tell everybody that he played the drums and loved, loved the red hot chili peppers. And he was just such a cool, charismatic guy. So, and what was he going to be? What what did he tell us at 2am that one morning? Who was he going to be the next? What? Yeah. I don't remember. Jean-Claude Van Damme. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) And he didn't like, it It was cool. Like he just was so, so outgoing. He just, he loved everything and everything he did. He just got into 1000%. So is that mathematically possible though? No, not at all, which okay. he didn't even care. If it was, cool. Yeah. He wasn't a math major. Oh, got you. Although, clearly, clearly he wasn't. Clearly. Yeah. Coincidentally, that math class, uh, or not math, that history class was, um, uh, Nate and I both uh, had a competition of who could get the lowest grade in it. And who won? Um, I think I did. Congratulations, man. He, Congratulations. Yeah. He blew him out of the water. That came, and That's before, <laughs> yeah, before before that year, I was a pretty good student. That was not, yeah, that wasn't the beginning of very studious activities. So yeah, we got the band room and then um, we were, we had this one, this one song we played for like two hours. We would just play this one song and play this one song and play this one song. Then our drummer named us Stewie Louie and the Funky Noodle Crewy. Wow. What, what was your, what was your first band that you were in? Even before that. Oh, oh, oh man. I think I just heard his feelings, Tori. Oh, the first no, 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 power no. trio I was in. No, that wasn't really a power trio because sure there was, was no bass. There was no it bass. Was, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It was, it was, it, it was, was a guitar solo on drums. It was lanky Frank Smith on guitar and me on vocals. The, the coolest, I think the coolest thing about this band was that our dad wrote our best song. Nice. <laughs> and it was called love and chains. I can Ooh. sing every word to Love and Chains right now. Do it. Wow. Do it. Break it out. Oh, man. Break it okay, out. hold on. Oh, man. <laughs> you say it's too late. You say we're through. But, baby, there's no getting over, over you. you. I try, <laughs> try to hide, to hide it, it, but it's no use. Them Love and Chains will never turn me loose. 
Wow. Down, down, down. <laughs> crazy follow you, baby. Don't know what to do. I really, really would like to re, re, revive that one at some You're point. You're breaking my <laughs> heart. Can't action? get over you. Can't get over you yet. I, I haven't I haven't thought about that song in 20 years. And I can say Well done. Well done. That. You know, my son, if he would have heard that, he really would have thought that that uh that was a simp song. So so good job. Good job, guys. And then we wrote um flash uh there was a song about you know in the late 80s everybody was worried we were going to get nuked so it was um flash of rage was that what it was yeah it was basically yeah flash of rage (laughs) circle of death run for your life if you take your last step (laughs) that's pretty dark (laughs) yeah so that was i I always say we were surf punk i always i always call this more like surf punk uh you don't want me to talk about that song oh Sure, I do. If we're going to relive that, but uh, that was not your first power trio. Your first power trio was Stewie Louie and the Funky New Group. Okay, he doesn't want to talk about that song. I probably not. Go ahead, do it. Um, It was called. And then we ended up. And then we ended up going (laughs) to. uh, No, no, sorry. I think I. I, Listen, you you go. You share. It's fine. No. Nope. Cody sang on that song actually, but he's he only sang one line. Oh yeah. Smells up. It was like, you know, surfs up. He would say smells up. Wow, what does that even mean? Um, you know, sometimes when people drink milk and their um body doesn't process it well. Oh yes. I you know. Yeah. Um, I've heard of people like that. Yeah, we used to say if you're around Cody, well, you better watch out. He'll sneak up on you and a squeeze the one, one out. Oh, There'll be no escape, snap. no matter where you are. We find they smell worse when you're in the car. Is that where the dragon came from? You better watch out. <laughs> no. You better look out because that toxic co man's gonna let one out. That was where the wow. lyrics. Those were the lyrics. It was it was a difficult <laughs> song to uh, embrace, uh, to say the least. Um, <laughs> See, because I thought I'd finally gotten rid of my nickname Tudes. Whoa, but. Uh, <clears throat> So, so yeah, so you went from, from that band, you jumped into Stewie Louie a few years later. Yeah, I don't know if I jumped it, sixth grade to like 10th grade, but yeah. You know, uh, in between there was, was mar- marching drum bugle corps, learning jazz. Yeah, sure. Uh, all that. But then after, after Stewie Louie, you guys, you and a couple dudes put on a pretty good show at a talent show. 1991 oh man so yeah that kind of led into that's funny that's that's that was like genesis of my pearl jam addiction yeah there was you know back in the day right in high school there was the talent shows and everybody wanted to do their thing and man it was it was just um i don't even remember how that worked out because those weren't even guys i played music with normally except that dan and i um were Dan was the guy who knew how to play drums and I, we needed, they needed another guitarist and a singer. So we covered um, Pearl Jam alive. That, that kind of, so to know me is to know that I don't listen to the lyrics very closely. And so I just say what I think the person says, I don't even bother to listen that closely. So like I, I comically got so many of those lyrics wrong. Mm. Um, but also that was just a nightmare, dude. Like they, they told me 14 times how to turn on the wireless mic and I'd never used a wireless mic before. And so I sang half the song to myself cause nobody could hear me. Um, 
it, it was easily the best performance of the night outside of that. It, and I really think that they, that's probably the reason that they broke up as a band. There was a record label that was willing to sign them that oh. night. Uh, but was, they're like, he couldn't figure out the wireless mic. It was called like, Mics Off Recording. Oh, kind of like Mask Off? Because they're like, your mic's off. They're yelling from oh. the side, your mic's off. Your mic, And I'm like, why are they talking to me? That's why are dope. people laughing? Like everybody, like the worst thing you could do is like you're a high school junior, soft junior. And you're like, I want everybody to think I'm so awesome. And you start playing and everything's going well. But then you start singing and everybody's laughing at you. Like for real, it was like looking out to the auditorium and everybody's laughing. And I'm like, this is not going well. That sounds like a nightmare. It's, I was like, do I sound like Kermit the Frog? Which some people have said I do sound like Kermit oh. the Frog when I sing. Oh. Which is fine. I'm not. Yeah, it's, it doesn't hurt. Oh. It doesn't hurt. You need a minute? We can edit this out. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Man, we're not editing anything, Cody. <laughs> Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, but then after that, after high school, I pretty much, I mean, that was it. I started a family right away. And like, you know, I would say, yeah, in high school, I, my identity was musician. I wanted to be a musician. I fell in love with jazz music. I was, I played trumpet as well. In fact, I didn't even, guitar was an afterthought. Um, Guitar was like, the bottom line is I learned to play the guitar because you never saw anybody get the girl at the party playing a trumpet. <laughs> that never happened. Okay. Almost. Actually, I think it has happened. There was, there, there were moments back in the Roman days when the dudes sure. that were announcing the emperor, they would get, they would get attention. So I put a lot of work into playing the trumpet. Um, but I would say, in a Roman days? Scene, yeah, back in, um, man, it was first century. Um, there were no valves on it. There was usually a banner hanging from the end of the trumpet. I would. That's what I thought, man. Yeah, whenever the royal chariot would come by, I would play. Yeah. So, yeah. So I put a lot of work into just wanting to be a really good musician. But, um, but I would say, like, as soon as high school ended and real life started, that was that identity kind of fell away into a million other things. Mm. you know like yeah i had a family i had to work i had to do things um to to earn a wage i still i still you know like i'm just have always been um passionate about music but mostly just listening and picking up the guitar whenever so fast forward 20 years probably 20 18 to 20. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. I mean, 2011, um, like, like Cody said in my intro, um, I hit a, I hit, I hit a rock bottom in my life. I would say in 2011, um, like literal rock bottom. I remember like people giving me money so I wouldn't so I could pay my bills, uh, mm. like going to the store knowing that I had eight bucks and I had to decide like what I could buy for eight bucks and feed the kids. Like it was crazy. Um, so I ran, I, I ran out of options. I broke my neck in a bicycling wow. accident, um, ended up in the hospital and uh, moved back to Portland, Oregon. As soon as I healed up, like I, I packed everything I could fit into my 99 Camry and like either sold or gave away the rest, which was like, honestly, 
one of the best feelings I've ever had in my life. Like you're talking about all time low and that weird feeling of like, I, I took a picture of everything I own. So I packed the car at like 7 PM and then unloaded the car. So like nobody would steal it because it was only the stuff I wanted. Mm. And then the next day, like I had a garage sale and sold it and then gave everything away and then moved the next day. But I took a picture of all that stuff and posted it on Facebook. And so many people were like, that's the saddest picture I've ever seen. Cause I was like everything <laughs> I own. Everybody's like, and I was like, I was like, everything I own. Yeah. Like, this is the coolest thing ever. Like, I don't have anything. I don't need anything. And people were like, that's the most pathetic image I've ever seen. That's fire right right there. Yeah. I remember driving from Salt Lake to Portland and going like, um, you know, like I was gone from Portland for six years. And like in that six years, Portland actually became somewhere that people like it was on the map. Like when I left, it was kind of. It's just kind of a cow town, I guess. Not really. And people would probably argue with me, but it wasn't well known. And then in those six years, like it just really blew up into like one million people are going to listen to this. There will be an opinion that. Yeah. Somebody's going to argue with me, but (laughs) yeah, but I was like, and I just did the checklist. Like you said in the intro, dude, I was like, grow a mustache, buy a bicycle, get in a band. Cause I was like, you know, I'd always kind of wanted to just play music again. So I reconnected with my best friend, Nate. He happened to, he does these things called land parties, which is where you just all get in a a big like church auditorium or gymnasium and you game together on a, you know, on, on steam or whatever. I'm, I'm an IT guy that doesn't game. So I, I'm going to sound really dumb when I, when I talk about land parties. Um, so what is land? Friend, what is land? What does land stand for? Victoria, uh, local area network. Can you confirm that, Cody? I was going to say something completely different. So, am I the only IT guy on the call? It sounds that way. <laughs> uh, what is IT little, for? A uh, never mind. Uh, so I back realize, to land. I now realize we're talking about IT stuff. Yeah. Uh, I oh. was misunderstanding the Nate Husky and. Yeah, it, it happens. It happens. So continue, Nate. Continue with your story before we. Uh, Oh, well, yeah. we're trying to understand the terminology Sorry. you use because not That's all of us okay. are, are in the information technology I don't, uh, spectrum of I don't society. Know, a little bit of a jerk move there, but that's, I don't even I mean, know. I don't even know what a land party is exactly. I'm an IT guy. Oh, now he's stepping back. He's, he's oh, back. now, now you want to act like, like you don't know yeah, what that yeah, is. I don't, I don't know. know. It's where stuff. people do those boxes where they play the, yeah, look at him. <laughs> you can't. Yeah. So very nice. Just keep it going. Let's just um, I'm definitely not the smartest guy in the room here, but you are the brightest and the most intelligent. So, yes. and you. you have a higher IQ than me, and you're smarter. I just got done watching Jeopardy, guys. Um, I don't have a high IQ at all. So, uh, answer to tonight's um, final Jeopardy: Swiss Family Robinson. I got that. Very nice. Okay. I didn't. I didn't win the game though. Oh, in my living room. Oh, you mean you guessed the answer? Or you I guessed the answer. The answer. Oh, oh. You the answer. Yeah. Very good. Huh. Yeah. How did you know the answer when you're on a podcast? Well, it was, I backed the podcast up with Jeopardy. See, I'm only missing Wheel of Fortune tonight. You see, there's a oh, seven to eight oh, o'clock gotcha. block. Okay. That, um, when you live an exciting, domesticated life like I do, mm-hmm. um, highlight of the day, I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. Highlight of the day is the Jeopardy Wheel of Fortune hour. Just, Very nice. 
Yeah. I mean, that's what happens when you've arrived. You're content in life. So is that called a JWAF? Wow. What is a JWAF, Cody? I think that's Jeopardy Wheel of Fortune. JWAF. JWAF. It's the JWAF hour. The JWAF hour. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I believe if you search that up, you just for our audience, feel free to jump out there and just do a quick Google search on JWAF. I'm doing it right now. Ooh, okay. That's yeah. So so Jay Wolf the comes back with Jamaican women of Florida. So that's that's pretty close. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah All right. Yeah. Jay Right. Yeah. hour. Yeah, the Jay Wolf hour. That's good. Okay. Mm. Yeah, dude. It's just like partial arts. Let's uh let's so, keep yeah. it moving. Let's keep it moving here. Yeah, I moved moved back to Portland. I was like mustache, bicycle, band. Got a band. My buddy and I um, found two best friends, which was weird. And we uh, we put together a band. Man, it was it was it was like a dream. I mean, I was I was a different guy back then. I did strap on the guitar. We don't talk I, about strap on strap on podcast. We don't. We, don't, do the the we just got right. done saying this is PG thirteen. I mean, you're clearly not paying attention. <laughs> okay, you need to pay attention to the directions. I'm not supposed to be time. playing the straight man, right? Because. <laughs> I just, I can't, I can't hold it. And it was cool. We kind of wrote like 13 songs, like right away. And then beautiful songs too, Tori. I mean, you know, you know, here's, here's, here's the bottom line is it really did feel like coming home. It was the home homecoming I needed because honestly, when I say dysfunctional, my relationship with my buddy Nate is incredibly dysfunctional. I graduated high school. I moved on. I had a family and we didn't talk. And then um, we rekindled and it was kind of beautiful and it was kind of like finally playing music with him. And like, I felt like it was, it was healing for me. And, you know, and when you're going through a tough time in your life, you just, some people write, some people do what, you know, they express themselves. And I was just like, so I just, you know, I had so many things to say. So I just wrote the things I wanted to say, but I think the most, the craziest thing about it was I would write something musically and someone would say they liked it and i didn't know how to receive that at all yeah it's a weird thing and so we we ended up there's this this crazy like uh and in fact i live in this part of town now um there's a part of portland that's just really sketchy but it's so expensive to live in portland families just live in this sketch neighborhood now it's it's right off 82nd avenue if anybody has been that's listening has been to portland they know 82nd avenue that's where that's where the drugs are dealt and the hookers wait for their johns and um that's where the used car dealerships are and it's a you know it's it's like it's this crazy kind of melting pot in portland but it's it's pretty sketchy and there was this back in i guess 2011 this was um there was this club called the red room and it was the coolest, it was the coolest place. Cause like, um, like the guy, there's this the guy, Joe, who was the promoter there. He ran the sound, he brought all the bands in and he pretty much brought in like these, like just really heavy punk rock bands, like people who like anywhere else, they would just want to just beat my ass. And, um, and here we are a band that like, I would sing in like falsetto sometimes, or like, you know, it was, it was, it was people would call them my pretty songs. <laughs> no, they weren't angry. I tried to, to make them really melodic. And we were like, you know, we were opening up for bands that were just like playing really loud and like 
guttural screams. And, but we, Joe ran this guy off with a knife. Um, actually, no, the guy had a knife and was going after Joe. He ran him off with a chair, like oh. right before a show one night. So we got this, we, we got to play this, this club called the red room, like on Friday nights. And it was kind of awesome, but I would say the coolest part of that. And it's just weird to talk about it. Cause to me, it's like, it always just felt like my little pet project or like our pet project. We, like, we were a bunch of old guys that like felt like we were, we felt like we had something awesome and we really loved it. Our, our first show you self promote, you know, when you do little shows like that, I'm, I don't even know how many people can fit in that place. I'm sure it might be like 200 and that's not, that's breaking code all over the place, but you know, we're a bunch of older guys and uh, we tell our friends, Hey, we're, we're playing our first show. I still kind of think back and I feel like an old guy saying this, but I still kind of think back on that. And it gives me like butterflies in my stomach because of how awesome of an experience it was. Like you look out and the place is packed and people are like, you know, they're hanging all over everything. And they're like, it just, it was a packed room. Other than that stupid talent show, I'd never played, I'd never played a show in my life. And um, I remember the sound check. I remember everything about that, like being worried I would break a string or forget a note or not be able to even sing, you know, like I was totally nervous. And um, awesome is like it's such an understatement. Like it was surreal. And it feels like like that, that night is the coolest experience I've ever had playing music because like I look over and there's like a, there's like my buddy, Nate, who I had known since I was, you know, 17 years old. And he's just got the hugest grin on his face. Yeah. And behind us is like mug shots of famous people. And it's just a really cool thing. And um, there was a, a guy there I just recently met and he is actually a, a recording artist. Um, he was friends of one of the guys in the band. And after we got done, he, he took, he's a really good photographer. Like this guy's like, it's, he's as good as any art form. He's just amazing at. He's an incredible musician. He's done music videos and he does incredible uh, photography. And he like pulled me aside and he was like, "Dude, that first song, that's one of the best rock and roll songs I've ever heard." And I was like, "What? Like when somebody like that says that, I should have known at that moment it can't get any better than that. Like I'm like mm-hmm. pushing forty. It can't get any better than that. Like wow." that's the best thing that's ever going to happen to you. So I think, you know, with, as with anything, with any like really great band story comes the breakup, you know, like two eleven, and that was just too much. I remember um, maybe, gosh, I don't know. We played, I don't know how many shows we played, but we had a really bad show. We just had a really, like, we just all were like arguing at band practice the next day. And I just remember things getting really, really heated. The guitarist called me the next day. This guy that played guitar, he's like, um, when, when you write a song, you have, you have like, 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 I, no, I don't want to be too pretentious because I don't, or I don't want to sound pretentious. It just, it just kind of is when you write a song, uh, you hear it in your head kind of like like you would hear like a symphony you can hear the strings you can hear the percussion you can hear the horns you can hear everything and you kind of your your mind fills every spectrum but really it's just me and my guitar and so um when you bring it to others 
to add their parts to it or to kind of build on the song, it's hard to go in there without being opinionated and you, <laughs> and you piss a lot of people off trying to get to that finished product. Um, and unless you're willing to just kind of get rid of like what you, what your idea was and just go with the new thing. And so basically when, like, as, as I guess when you're, when you do the songwriting, you, you go one of two routes, you, you say, okay, this has to sound this way because this is gold. Like, this is what I think is, you know, gold. That's so, that's so pretend. I just dropped that. It's not gold, but what we make gold here every that's podcast. Good, I, good. I, I personally like to pretend every day of my life. So I don't know what the problem is with pretentious. So yeah. All right. Good. So you're like, okay, this is perfect as I created it, whatever. Or then you go the other route. So this guy that, that played guitar, everything I heard that I couldn't communicate, he would play. And it was just, it was, that's magic. When you can get someone that, that you're creating music with, that, that they play it exactly as you heard it in your mind. Cause I, he can't communicate it other than here's what I wrote, play something with that. Or he would say, Oh, this, here's how we can turn it. Anyway. I'm kind of going off on that, but um, so yeah, we're gonna probably we're gonna probably cut down this interview to about five minutes. So good, do whatever you want. Seven, yeah, you're good. Good. Could you cut out? I'll just I'll send you some notes on what to cut out. We'll Um, just cut out pretty much everything that we feel like we should be cut out. So don't 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 tell us how to Cody. Every time (laughs) will you tell this guy not to tell us how to run our podcast? Who is this guy? Did you make me cuss? More in this one episode than I have in all the episodes combined. Uh, we are the creative geniuses. We right. create the gold. Right. Dude, you guys, we from what I hear, pants. dude, word on the street is you piss gold. Excellence. He pisses excellence. Oh, okay. I, 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 say, I urinate gold. He pisses excellence. Ah, I was going to say, I think that's a sign of dehydration. So. And when I put on my pants, it's just like you, except for when I put them on. I make gold podcasts. Uh, all right. So don't don't sweat it. Listen, cool. you can tell us you can tell us how to run it. Why don't you keep with your little story? All right, my little story. <laughs> so so Nate, so Nate, let's 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 change gears. Let's change yeah, gears yeah, for please, a little bit, Nate. Let's please. change gears. I love it. Um, you seem like a very impactful person. So let's talk about uh tell the audience what has been the most impactful musical experience of your life. Our first show, Holgate's first show. I mean, that's like, uh, it's like, it doesn't matter how little or kind of lame it looks to anybody, to me, to my eyes. I got to, I got to be a rock star for a night, you know? And I had like, I had people like, you know, like jamming to stuff I'd written. And that was, that was just surreal. And I wouldn't trade that for anything. That's better than, that's, I mean, that's better than, than anything I can imagine as far as as far as music goes. It doesn't matter if it was two hundred people or twenty thousand. It was just awesome. Yeah, and that was also I would say uh, I was still in in the valley. I mean I really was not I wasn't well, you said you were in Portland. Life. Yeah, I was about to say I thought was yeah. Portland is Portland in the valley? Yeah, yeah Willamette Valley. So um, the entire Portland area is, sits in a valley? Wow, I didn't yes. know that. It's like it's like a bowl? It's more like a valley. Is that underwater or is that above sea level? We have a we have a river that runs between um, the east and the west side. Wait, a river runs through it? Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Isn't that a movie? It's, oh yeah, no, no, that is a movie. That is a movie. 
as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, I'm, I'm a little confused, but go ahead. Oregon, but yeah, no, no, definitely. But the Valley is actually n- notoriously known uh, Silicon Valley. Oh, right. Portland yeah. is much further north than Silicon Valley. Yeah, we um, for for a while, um, people were trying to call it the Silicon Forest. Oh, what about what about Hidden Valley? Would that work? Hidden Valley? Only uh, if you like ranch dressing. That's just where I have my ranch. Oh. <laughs> so wait a minute. You can have a ranch and ranch dressing in the same valley that's hidden. Sure, if you can. Only if you can find it. Touche, Nate. At least he's not calling me a touche this time. It's you. Right. You're the touche. Take that. There was a there was a pretty popular bar here in Portland called Touche, um, but it was <laughs> he's he's dying. Um, it was it was nicknamed Douche. I think, Even better because of the because from, of from the, the water boy. The male... water, yeah, Bobby Douche. No, it was <laughs> it was due to the, the part boy. of town and the male clientele that um, frequented it. A lot of a lot of popped collars, right? Mm. Prints. Like you, you remember, you, you remember that phase where everybody had embroidery on the backs of their shirts. This shirt that I'm wearing has embroidery on the back. Oh no! Oh, that no. that shirt that you have it has a what on the back? I have, it's bedazzled and it is it embroidered. Is. Do you have your Rock and Republic jeans on too? I do with, but that just has the studs on it with the chain. Tori, give us give us your thoughts on some of the uh, the musical influences in your life uh, in particular s- some songs that you've that you've thrown down uh, that you've been a part of because I know you've re- been a part of recording songs uh, but also songs that have influenced you I don't understand the correlation between that and true religion you are my religion but I thought you lost it but then I was found by the true religion once there was this boy (laughs) (laughs) you know i've uh so some songs that that influenced me growing up were uh relationship-based songs so one Mm. song in particular was by a a hip-hop group in the 80s called houdini they had a song called one love and there were so many jewels in that song I didn't understand at a young age. But now that I listen to it, I realize why I, I appreciated that song so much because uh, there's a lot of lessons to be learned when it comes to love and relationships and hip hop. They just don't go together. That was yeah, a lesson I, was I learned. Say, yeah. One Love, One Love, Houdini wrote One Love after they after uh, U2 released their song. One. I'm not familiar with the YouTube group. Who, who uh, when when did they come out? It was before Houdini out. died. No, it's just shortly after Houdini died. No, see, Houdini is a it's a hip hop group, a uh, trio. Um, it okay. wasn't it wasn't a magician. Not that. Well, no, after after he got hit with the cannonball in his chest, he definitely had a hip issue, and so he had a hop. They call it a hip hop <laughs> problem. He, did, he didn't get hit in the cannon, man. He he drowned. Um, no, no, actually, I'm just he didn't he died. die. He died of an injury in his stomach. I think it was a, either or that. It's called appendix. It's called suffocation. Maybe he was underwater. He, he was, was underwater underneath. after he got shot by a cannon. I think it's very likely right. if we tested him, he may he may test positive for COVID nineteen as well. He died. It would be COVID fifteen. 
which I still yeah. don't understand why it's called COVID fifteen. Did Nate explain that? I must have missed the weight. That. The weight that he put on was was definitely oh the COVID fifteen. Yeah, that's um that's the weight we're all gaining from eating snacks. Oh, there we go. Okay, I was trying to make the correlation between yeah. fifteen and nineteen. So if I only Sorry, get if I if yeah. I gain if I get COVID fifteen and not nineteen, then that means I've I've actually done a pretty good job of not gaining yeah, nineteen pounds. You've survived it. You've just survived it, and you've put on an extra fifteen pounds, which is better than nineteen pounds, or nineteen days in the ICU. Yeah. Okay. Are we wait? Is are we far enough into this where we can make fun of it? Because just want to make sure. No, we, we make, can make fun. We're what, far what enough we, in the podcast. Okay, we've been doing what, this podcast. Okay. For a while. Yeah, good. we've done it for quite a while. Right. We make fun of everything. So, like, it's we're are we joking about ventilators yet? Tori, can you just disconnect him from our podcast? <laughs> I just want to, I don't want to say anything out of line tonight. Well, look, um, we just need you, we just need you to be sensitive, Nate. Okay. Be sensitive because we're not. Okay. So okay, somebody okay. needs to be sensitive if, on this podcast. If it's, hey, listen, possible, if you, you want someone that's oversensitive, you pick the right town to get them from. That'd be great. Well, no, we just don't like to offend anybody here in Portland, Oregon. I just want to see on, on-demand crime. On Is demand. that even possible? I can't do it. Okay. Sorry. You're obviously not the most sensitive. No, no years ago, it was a freak accident. Um, I drove truck for years, a freak accident um, on the I-80 going through Wyoming. And um, my tear ducts have dried up from, it was a wow. diesel fire. Yeah. And you, didn't, and, you didn't, and you didn't go blind. That's amazing. Yeah. I heard, I, I hit a herd of caribou crossing the I-80 and uh, Rollins. Is that caribou coffee? Wyoming. I like caribou coffee. Yeah. No, you hit a herd of caribou. Was it the caramel caribou? I like the house blend. Was, house blend's my I favorite. Was, those guys. Are yeah, weird. it just no, really, literally, the flames just went up and and just licked me right in the tear ducts momentarily. To, to you had them flames up. lick you, man. That's yeah. that is a very personal experience, man. That, it is. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting the sense, Tori. Just, just again, just hear me out. You're not really talking about flames. This is a soliloquy. Right. There would not be a soliloquy, Cody, because he's not talking to himself. This is mm. a diametronic. That's possible. Or maybe it's dysfunction. Maybe. I'm just compelling, pungent. I don't, I'm just throwing words of the week out. <laughs> I don't know which one fits here. Okay. Did I did I add to the word of the week? That's pretty that's, pretty cool. that's the goal that's the goal nate every every week we add to the word of the week so that we never actually ever get caught up so so that, that's kind of that's kind of cool i wrote a song one time where i i wanted only five syllable words i like it so yeah that's called intelligence it was, it was actually intelligence in the, five syllables right <laughs> in the song it was every every line had the same you know so it was simile so every line started with the same letter and then the last like the fourth Dude, of line course if it starts the same letter it's a, it's similar and then the last line the last word had to be five syllables so of course that's similar to you there's a word out there with 85 syllables that is not possible i'm going to check the guinness book of world records for that yep. 85 checking syllables now. checking now so cody back to your question um the other four songs that that influenced me i don't remember so I just, want to finish, I just wanted no, to finish. I just wanted to finish. I just to finish the question for you. So, but they are not part of a magic show. No, everybody will remember Houdini and One Love because we have referenced Houdini that many people know. 
we referenced magic and now the magic of the show has culminated into the song houdini one love wow Mm. that was are you gonna outro with that nope I'm no. sorry. I'm telling you guys how to do your podcast. No, we, really do, sorry. we do. We do. We do for love on the outro, Nate. Thank you for okay. love. Sucker for love. If you uh, if you know anything about the history of Tori, then you'll know that he is the sucker for love. The truth of the matter is, history is just his Tori. Cool. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And when they say his, that's me. His. Yeah. So is there something going on that I need to know about? Guys? No, we already covered this in the last podcast or in the love podcast. Yeah, we already already covered that. So if you go and listen to the podcast, you would know that uh, we we addressed what's going on between the dragon and that sucker. Hey, uh, so Nate, what would you say is your top five bands? Top five bands. Yeah, man. And I need you to be very succinct, but at the same time, verbosity. Okay. Yeah. So um, verbosely succinct. Number no, one not song. not verbose, not verbose, verbosity. Verbosity, yeah, uh, man. Number one slot goes to stop. Dylan. Stop, everybody, stop. Week eighteen. Verbosity. <laughs> okay, I think. Go ahead. Continue. Do you have a dictionary open. I if you, have any, you want to, yeah. I, I have a, I'm, I am a walking dictionary, so I have it. I'm completely open. Okay, good. Open yeah, I would say number one slot for me goes to Bob Dylan. That was raised on Dylan. I've often said if there was one, you know, like you're on a deserted island, you can only bring a collection of one artist. I would say Bob Dylan. The number two slot would have to go right there, back back to the like the '60s and is the Beatles. And then, and then we, we, then we jump forward a lot to like, people like what, this is number three, but they are Weezer number three. And okay. I love, I love melody and I love really good heavy guitar. And that's the perfect marriage. I think what Rivers did in Weezer, the whole band, I think they're a lot more influential than anybody would say. So do um, they, do they, we, do they wheeze when they sing? He, yeah, he's definitely, he, uh, if you, if the, the singer is, um, like one of those guys that was like a sickly kid. So, okay. Nickname. And they're from Portland. He just said that they're from the river. No, no. From all over the place. Yeah, Although Cody, some of Cody, them, you weren't paying attention, Cody. You weren't paying attention to what he said, actually. I think one of them went to PSU for a while and that was like Portland state university claim to fame for a while. Oh, okay. Um, so they were from Portland. You said River, Portland. Yeah. Okay, good. Portland. And then um, I didn't realize you're a Portland man. Nobody's nobody's favorite. The band nobody talks about, but I just get geeked out all the time is the Black Crows. I just think that I would say my they were like when I heard the Black Crows for the first time was when my eyes were opened to like I was just you know punk rock and and death metal and. I was just listening to a lot of heavy music. They opened my eyes to like just really good Southern rock. So are they a knockoff band of counting crows? No, counting crows came after them, but that's, that's impossible. It's not, that's not where, nope. But, um, I mean, I dig the counting crows. Come on, Mr. Jones. And I mean, that's a great song. Me and me and Mr. Jones. 
Oh, and that song that song is kind of interesting. Yeah. If you guys want a number five, um, I'd have no. to say Ario Speedwagon. Wow. <laughs> I, I just threw that out there. That's um, great. That's great. No. I think they did yeah. a Losing My Religion, didn't they? No, it's R.E.M. That was Cindy Lauper. Dude, Cindy Lauper did Girls Night Out. She also she also did Vogue, and Madonna performed that that one song, uh, Beat It. You think of Time After Time by the time. Well, time after time, she was at the top of the charts with like "Beat It" and "Thriller" and things, things like that. But Cindy Lauper, she she was, uh, she she played a lot of songs, a lot of great songs, in fact. Like what songs did she play? "Love Shack," uh, mm. "Roller Coaster," "No," uh, "Under the Bridge." We're gonna go ahead and, and say no on all those, Cody. But thank you. Well, it's two against one, so I'm just gonna have to agree to disagree that we agree. Yeah, that is correct. Okay. All right, so top five. Um, no, I gotta. I I taken the Ario Speedwagon thing back. That was just the first band that came to my mind. I I don't know. Like Pearl Jam would have to be in the top five. The problem is. I was is, gonna say, how could you not have Pearl Jam in your top? Because five? I have a dysfunctional relationship with them. I feel Nate, like. Have you heard their last album? No, I won't listen to it. I want like first of all, what has to happen? <laughs> rock stars have to die. You need to either nope. overdose or die in a plane wreck before you ruin what your body of work. Like the whoa, reason. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you saying they did that alive? He's right. Wow. Almost. They've got a couple overly political songs now that I've listened to it. They do have a lot of their roots coming back. But I would agree with you. It's not the band that we knew. It's not the band. Why? Why is Why is Jimi Hendrix like? He'll never, ever, ever make a fool of himself because he died at twenty seven. The oh, same with Kurt deep. Cobain, right? I mean, Kurt Cobain made a plenty of fool of himself, but like, like, what would just think about this? How bad would Nirvana be right now if they were still writing music? They would probably just be writing garbage. Like, kind of like, kind of like Linkin Park, right? What is right? What is the last good Rolling Stones song that has come out? Rolling Stones? How are they, they not just, on my they top just came five? Out, Those they guys just, are so they just influential. Came out with a coronavirus song. Like, right? Stones. I mean, it's pretty it's fantastic. Bon Jovi, dude. Like, I'm telling you, Bruce Springsteen. Like, all of these people are just. Eventually, they just write garbage, and you're Hold just up. like you're destroying your legacy. I don't think that's fair because New Kids on the Block just drops some fire. Yeah. Oh, totally. Dude. <laughs> Weird Al Yankovic. Did, did, uh, Donnie Wahlberg took a break from... Um, Who's um, Donnie Wahlberg? That's New Kids on the Block, man. He's Danny in um, the cop show on Ion. <laughs> He's the brother of another one. Blue Bloods. Blue Bloods. That's the show. Have you guys not seen Blue Bloods? Blue Bloods? Yes, got, I've um, never seen it. It's got the mustache. and it, For guys, Tom Selleck and his mustache. There's no such thing as a Blue Blood. Either you're a blood or a crip. What if you were secretly undercover in a double life living as a blood and a crip? You would be Takashi 69 in informant. Yeah. I don't even know what he just said. You need- he, he, he's just a guy that blew up the internet a couple of weeks ago on, uh, after being released from prison and dropping a song called Gooba, which is the number one song in the nation. And okay. it decided to go on IGTV and break the record for most views ever during a IGTV live stream. That's all. That, that's all he is. That's all. Wearing yeah, you know, you know, it's just Insta, it's just Instagram. You know, no, it's, it's only you know. this this kind of little app that billions of people are using. You know. 
just a small small platform i i joined instagram last week i have two posts be good for you man hey you know what you gotta start somewhere nate you gotta start somewhere nate dog they're both from my wedding very nice. And now I don't know what else to do because, like, well, what, you, I, how do you top that? What okay, you do is you, you go watch six nine, and that's how you mm-hmm. top that. Let me let me ask you a question. Next song. So one of the things we like to do, Nate, with our uh, next song. One of the things we like to do with our, uh, our interviewees. By the way, I'm. By the way, did I not, did I sit not say I'm honored? I'm honored to be an interviewee on the Dragon and that sucker. Well, thank um, you for joining us. I on feel we, we go yeah. by Tadats. We don't know what the Dragon and that sucker is. Tadats, right? Is I got I, I got them the email. That's okay. Right. Yes. I, I don't mean to. You know, we don't need to get into how the sausage is made, but I'm thank honored. I, I really am. I'm slightly overwhelmed with even thinking anybody would want to know anything about me well you should be and you're welcome so you guys are glowing okay. you look like you're flooding in air i can't take the pressure right now hey you know you're doing an ex- excellent job nate so just hold on for a little bit longer just hold on for a little bit longer we just okay. got we just got a mystery question for you yeah we have one last question for you mystery question all right <laughs> this is a mystery. get ready this is a deep one this is okay this is a deep one What and who, what were you doing and who were you with when you first heard that the Berlin song dropped? The Berlin song? Take your time, Nate. Take your time with this one. It's, it's you know, no pressure. You ready to kick him out, Tori? I'm, I'm headed that way. Are you, are um, you, I'm yeah, to... I'm not real, real familiar with the, uh, with the, uh, song catalog of the band Berlin. I could, I could put them back in the waiting room if I need to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Nate. Don't, don't sweat. We won't kick you out for that. Yeah. Okay. Over the course of your life, mm-hmm. you've had lots of musical influences. You've shared your, your favorite favorite albums um i haven't shared my favorite albums yeah cody you need to pay you attention don't, you, don't wanna, attention, you don't want to you don't want to know it's i was going to tell you favorite bands favorite albums i don't i keep don't give me the top five i can't do it uh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're, i'm glad uh, you know you share sure share your favorite bands um what is your number one go-to album that you listen to oh that, well, actually that's easy so and i i have to i have to I have to kind of preface this with, you know, in pure Portland style, I live in what I call the dirty Southeast. Like I said, my neighborhood is like known to be a little bit sketch, but I love it. Um, and to acclimate well, I got a turntable, started collecting vinyl. Are you scratching yeah. right now? Are you scratching right now? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and one of the first albums I got was Radiohead in Rainbows. I remember when that album dropped back in probably, gosh, this would have been 2006, maybe. I, I, I'm probably wrong on that. 2007, 2008, something like that. I would say I would almost bet that album dropped 2006, 2008. I remember listening to it on um, like Sirius Satellite Radio while I was driving truck and just being like blown away by the album. And so I bought that record and still to this day, 
if I just want to, if I just want to turn off and just, just play something as loud as possible, Radiohead in Rainbows is the album I go to. And it's just, it's so rich on vinyl. I, I'm geeking out right now because there's, you can, there's vinyl so good. It's so rich. So I hope that's not a disappointing answer, but that is, and it, it ask me in six months and I'll probably tell you another record, but. Um, Cody, can I, can I follow up the question? Follow it up. Okay. So Nate, you said that you were listening on Sirius when it, mm-hmm. when it, when you, when, when the album came on. Yeah. Or? Aren't you always seriously listening? Can you not oh, be serious when right. you listen to music? No, then how are yeah. you listening on serious if you're never serious when you listen? On, um, sorry, I really came on here just to, um, just as an advertisement for Sirius XM satellite radio. Oh, it's a radio station. Oh, well, it's it's the satellite radio. It's as a truck driver, man. And I realized I put the emphasis on the wrong word. <laughs> as a truck driver, or as a truck driver. You need to have serious satellite, otherwise you're listening to NPR. Well, you don't. You don't want nonsense. Yeah, like you, if you get lost and you don't have GPS, yeah. you right. nonsense. So you want to make sure your satellite is very serious. Nonsense <laughs> satellite sure. is horrible. It yeah. is. It is absolutely unreliable. Let's just be. Let's call it what it is, Tori. Yes, it's unreliable. It is very unreliable. Mm. And I'm glad you did find a serious satellite. Thank goodness, especially out there on the road by yourself, man. But that would get really boring because always just serious. I'm, I'm yeah. Just I mean, I would get that, that might be a large contributor to a lot of, you know, big, big truck driving uh, accidents. Boredom from the seriousness. It's, serious. it's, the radio is too serious for them. Losing consciousness. I mean, at some point you're just, you just need something to stimulate your mind. What, what, how do you stimulate your mind? Uh, I recommend using things like uh, amphetamines for mm. truck drivers. I think they should be prescribed amphetamines. Is that like a toothpick that you put in your ear to get the wax out? No, that is an amphimorphic. Anthra- I, I, I get, I get this. So you see how they're so close, though, Cody. I got, oh, I got that mixed up. I, I got know, that mixed yeah, I up. Get it. That, that was actually Tori. That was my fault. Um, I see Nate. We do this every once in a while. I, I do use words that sound similar and Tori does a great job of using words uh, that replace other words. What's that word called Tori? It was, it was a few, few episodes ago. I kind of forgot. So let's get back to this. I I like where you're going with this code. Let's get back to this. So, so truck drivers in order for them not to lose their mind from serious radio, they need to eat amphibians. Amphibians. Yes. Is there a particular type of amphibian they should eat? Simpleton amphibian. Simp. Okay. I think Not, that's the best type. What what about those um those those um st- those sea urchins from Australia? I knew, I knew the, urch- the age from the sea urchins. Nope, I knew you were going there. We're trying to protect our, our glorious and our beautiful uh, coastal reef off of the Great Barrier Reef, uh, as it is lessly known. Uh, is more known for the coastal reef. Anyway, we don't want to, we're really trying to protect those uh, amphibians that are below the uh, the water. But you just said that truck drivers should eat those in order to not lose their mind from the serious there, radio. There are farms that harvest them and they are, they can be given as prescriptions. Okay. Uh, I do believe since, and especially since trucking is going more into the drone uh, 
mode. I really feel like the drone operators should be the ones prescribed the amphibians or self or self driving. Oh wow! Okay, so you're you're the truck driver in the truck that's self driving. What exactly are you doing? No, uh, you can't. Yeah, I'm not sure what. I don't think there's any self driving trucks yet. I, I would imagine I want to be the truck driver in a self driving truck, and all those I I've got like I don't know maybe seven hundred thousand miles of wow. truck driving. Oh my gosh! So yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, probably. Um, I, I don't, you know, maybe that's an overestimate, but like I did at, at my peak, I did, um, 10,000 a month. Um, oh, that's a lot of miles, 10,000 a month. So for five years, it's 120,000 a year. So well, I'm a pretty big fan of peak 10 switches. What do you think? Well, I've heard that for, um, backend servers like SQL server, just the IO that you get at 10 gig is phenomenal. Well, IO drives everything. Trucks, it, it might, cars. I thought it was in my off hours here. You are. We're talking about self-driving vehicles. IO's. Correct. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. That, Interoperators. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I thought I was, I thought I was on a work call. I think you're just PTSD from work. That's okay. We're all getting yeah. that from. Uh, let me tell you. 19, from Corona 19. That's Corona, Corona 15. That's Corona 15. It's <laughs> Corona 15. Yes. That, see, that's what most see. That's what most people actually have is Corona fifteen. They drink fifteen Coronas a day. Uh, these, that's yeah. what's going on. That's but, a uh, lot of Coronas, man. That's the equivalent of like an ounce and a half of tequila. Fair enough. I know it's not actually an ounce and a half of tequila. It's exactly one shot, which is equal to one Corona beer. I'm sure. I think y'all are splitting toenails right now. I really yeah. feel like you're being Ooh, critical of me on my podcast. But that's cool. I mean, listen, this is this is why you grew up in a headlock. Yeah, this is when does when does Joe Rogan show up, guys? You promised me I would be on the Joe Rogan experience. Uh, oh, Cody. I, I do believe I said something I've about been here Joe Rogan for a long time and I don't see Joe Rogan anywhere. I sent you the link to his podcast <laughs> to watch. Oh, <laughs> Sent you the link to his podcast to watch it while you're on yours. Uh, oh, Cody, we're gonna, have, we're gonna have to talk about the the you know the things we promise our our interviewees offline. Okay, we're gonna have to talk about that, Cody. I'm a little yes, and that, and that that one dollar per listener. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was that was kind of the goal. Nate. Now, um, I don't. I know I'm the interviewee, guys, but we uh, we didn't hear what Cody's five top bands were. Um, I'd really like to hear what Cody's are. Very good. Well, uh, um, I would like to hear what the dragons are. I'm sorry. The dragon in my brain, it was just really hard to come up with top five bands. Um, because it's where, just, where else would it be if it's on your brain, Cody? Well, seven years ago, I had a really, and I don't talk about this much, a really traumatic experience where I was exposed to really high levels of radiation. Um, as well as an electric an electric shock as I was trying to piece together um, my father's watch in a small chamber. So my brain actually uh, metamorphosized into less of a brain and more of a uh, gaseous, so more of a metaphysical brain. Uh, and so I don't like to call it a brain. That being said, I'm just going to, for humans, mortals is what I tend to call them. Okay. Let's we'll just call it my brain. Top five bands. Top five bands. Queensryche. 
So is up there. Yeah. Um, I still appreciate some of their sound. Yeah, but Operation Mind Crime, come on. Oh, it's 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 one of my favorite. It's one of you know one of the classic story albums, right? There's mm-hmm. so Queen's uh, Rack. Queen's is Rack. that is that of a slot? Is are you going five to one or one to five? No, I'm, I'm going top five in no particular okay. order. Oh, I've got yeah, okay. Led Zeppelin. Queen's Rack. Wow, okay. Pearl Jam. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Uh, in that mix does Ed's ukulele albums do those are those included I, I like i like ed's ukulele albums for the most part yeah go ahead um, all right so you're at three now i'm definitely in there with the beatles they're they're absolutely you know i sing Beatles songs to my kids to calm them at night often um you, you sing beatles songs to your kids to call them at night yeah uh, that's how everybody. Wait, but you had the Beatles calling your kids at night, dude. So we pretty much all do, don't we? I've so never that, had, I've never been able to have the Beatles call my son. Well, there's really only um, Paul and Ringo left. Which one? Oh, the, the, the Beatles. Oh, all the Beatles, man. Yeah, the Beatles, yeah. dude. Yeah, so have all the Beatles. We like them all. I'm just saying. Um, I would say four Beatles. Uh, number five. Number five, gosh, man, I, I it's tough. I, I five is a tough one. It sounds like know. six bands. It sounds like six bands. I just counted. Can't even choose five. Uh, Weeping Willows. Uh, they are called the Foo Fighter Weezer. Foozer. Nate's heard of them. Yeah, the Foozer. They're pretty. Yeah, they're pretty. I've not heard of Foozer. They, I'll have to look they them up. whine. They whine for at least three hours every show. Wow. Can I find them on Spotify? They're not really that popular. It's really more of a Northwest thing. Okay. Um, and you're from Florida. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. So top four, definitely there. I, I really struggled. I actually did put some homework in and really couldn't come up with a number five for me that really made the, the, the list definitive. I mean, I love Elton John and I love listening to uh, Bob Dylan. I love listening to Guns N' Roses and... Kanye West and, and and really enjoy listening to Aha and and Duran Duran and what about Wham? You like listening to Wham? Oh boy! Really, only if you're going to wake me up before you go go. Man, your whisper is careless, Cody. Be careful. Oh my gosh, you guys are going deep. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of Elton John, that the Tumbleweed Connection would be another one of those albums that would be anyway. <clears throat> Are you saying that there's a tumbleweed connection between Elton John and Wham? Because I believe no. there's definitely a backdoor connection. I'm just saying, even though Elton didn't make it into my top five favorite bands, that would be a top five favorite album. <laughs> I mean, we are talking about bands right now, so it would make sense. It would that make was sense true. to get banned. True. Yes. Yeah. So I said I can't handle my vodka. I shouldn't drink so much vodka. Yeah. So we, like, we're doing what? we're doing Cosmopolitans. Oh, I like here. those. Those are really nice. Those are powerful too. I uh, yeah, I made there was it was a double shot of vodka in each one. Oh yeah, I got some high tolerance. Very nice. No, well, I'm yeah. not saying it was high tolerance. It was just a rough day at the office. This is just this is just ice and some whiskey left. What What's kind of whiskey? That? It's a uh, Maker's Forty Six. Let me get you some some more Pendleton. Oh, is that good? Man. 
Oh man, that's good. This still good, but for Oregon, it it's good. Um, Hood River, the Kona, the Kona of mainland yeah, U.S. It's, it's it's weird. So I pro the rodeo cold weather thing. Hawaii pro rodeo cowboy association or one of my customers years ago, and they were sponsored by uh, Pendleton. I I often got little little samples of of Pendleton, and it's pretty good. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Did you just say that there's a pro rodeo in cold Hawaii? Nate did mention there's a cold Hawaii, which Hood is River, a pro rodeo. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to claim Hood River has any rodeo going on, but it's funny when you go, I'm speaking to people who will never go to Hood River probably, but you it's, may, it's you've like got 1 million people that are going to be influenced. Everybody's wearing some sort of fleece on top and board shorts on the bottom. And like, it's just kite surfing and yeah, it just, you feel like you're going into like, like it just reminded me of when I spent time in, in Kona on the big Island, just in a cold weather setting. Nate got hurt when he was in Hawaii and they put a cone around his head. And so he no. had to be in a cone in uh, no. a Kona in Hawaii. I, when I was in Hawaii, I met a guy. And he you met a guy. Oh no, you met a guy, Nate. Tell us about this guy, man. It's it's not. Yeah, we we don't want to talk about that part. Oh, he was in a neck brace. He was telling me that like it it was his third day there. His first day, he ran straight into the water and dove in, and a wave crashed down on him, and he broke his neck. (laughs) But but his first day, and he was like, he was I don't know, maybe it was a a week or so in, but I I just waves can break your neck. Yeah, he was in, he was in like one of those, he, he was, the reason I talked to him is he was wearing the same kind of neck brace I had to wear for like eight weeks after I broke mine. And I was like, how'd you break your neck? My how first day here, up? I ran into the water and dove in. So oh. I had to extend my vacation. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's, that's brutal. That's, brutal. Uh, that is, yeah. that is brutal. So Tori, give us your top five albums or bands, either one you choose. Whoa. We want to hear your top five because you've got a broad. Yeah. You know, as you guys were sitting there talking about your, your top five bands, I truly was trying to formulate top five bands. And I just, I don't, I don't have the ability to do that this time, Cody. So I I apologize. I'm going to respectfully decline to answer your question from here. Well, I understand. It's when you're trying to formulate bands, um, it's, you've got to put together, not just the the front man, the, the writers, the the crew that's that travels with you. So I understand oh, wow. that you couldn't formulate bands right away. Yes. Plus, in order for them to be known, you've got to really get them marketed quite well. So no, I, I get it. Listen, I put you on the spot. Thank you. Um, and and I understand where you're going with that. I'll tell you what, I can I can come up with maybe give me two. Can 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 the bands be an individual nope. artist, or do they have to be a group? Yes, they can certainly not be anything other than one person or a large group of people. But they really have to fit into the very specifics of a band, which is one person up to many performing a song that was written by somebody. Okay, so I would say Rakim, Tupac, Lincoln Park. Mm, whoa. Pre actually, pre pre Rick Rubin Lincoln Park. I, oh the, whoa. Daryl Hall and John Oates. Oh my gosh. If you want to hear a rant, listen to 
Which one's the guy with the mullet? That would be both of them. There we go. Daryl Hall. If you want to hear a great rant, listen to his rant about why they'll never be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Hall of Notes aren't in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Someone Google that. The rant on why they're not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and then what his deal is with Deer. Daryl Hall and Deer, you'll probably get. I'm not into that that kinky stuff. I I don't do that kinky stuff. Number five. Oh, he did come up with five. He formulated five bands. Wow. Literally on the spot. Number five. No way. Would be, really? Hall and Oates is there? Would be Cameo. Cameo? Really? Yes. yes. What What connects you to Cameo? What is that? She's Strange. Single Life. Candy. Riga Mortis. Attack Me With Your Love. Skin I'm In. I don't know what that means. Like I said, you fooled me into thinking I would meet Joe Rogan. So I've been trying to catch up on this podcast (laughs) by listening to the Joe Rogan experience. All I'm finding is crazy uh, conspiracy theorists. No, the dragon and that sucker ever on that, those episodes. But I mean, so I will, now that I know this isn't the Joe Rogan experience, I'm going to find this one on Stitcher or wherever. To that's.lol. And I'll, I'll catch up. Find us. I'm trying yeah, to find if out if you pull up, notes are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. If you pull up to that's.lol right now, you will see the most amazing website on the on the entire history of the face of the universe known as Earth. Really? Even uh, better than um, I has hamburger? It would be better than the hydro. There's what nothing about? going on. There's, when I go, it says this site can't be reached, guys. That's incorrect. We've got this. You've obviously typed it in incorrectly. You, you've typed in the URL incorrectly there. You have to do it with emotion too. Tadats.lol. <laughs> if you have the emotion behind it, you'll find it. This is real. This is really going out. I thought this was just a Zoom call between us three. No, this is. I did not sign off on this. Can we use your likeness? Anyway, my, my stomach hurts. <laughs> it's been great to have you on here. Yes, indeed, yeah. Nate. It is awesome being on. I um, I hope I added some flavor to the already spicy concoction you guys have going on. Oh, you did, you did, yeah, and you right. and you added about three or four hours of editing that Cody's going to have to do since this podcast is now over two hours long. Yes, right. Good. It's he doesn't, Tori. He doesn't even barely work. Don't tell his boss that. But uh, okay. Tori and I. Uh, instantaneously become uh, podcast and social media uh, marketing experts uh, to our circle of friends because we've released five podcasts. (laughs) I don't even know where to go with this. I don't even know where to go with this. Well, don't go down. Touche. Damn damn it. Did it again. Everybody, we thank you for joining us. Um, if you would like to subscribe to our notification plugin, which will give you the social media experience and allow us to then comment on your page, please go ahead and click subscribe somewhere on the internet. Cody, do you want to close us out? Uh, you know, thank you everybody for joining us here. We had our first guest, Nate. Thank you for being here, Nate. Really appreciated yeah. the uh, commentary. Um, uh, Yeah, if you do like our podcast or even if you don't and you want to give us some feedback, feel free to subscribe below or to the left or to the right, depending on your platform. And we will be making comments about Nate on Nate's podcast 
Oh, that, that, that he just did today with us. Oh, good. Amen. So. Word. Thanks for joining us on this journey. We hope you enjoyed the ride. Make sure to check back with us to see where we end up next. Toodles. Toodles.